0: Nine years ago, in September 2008, I woke up to the news that my employer had been taken over by the federal government in order to avert a global financial meltdown. I was working for AIG on Wall Street in a job I didn't really necessarily love, but I was doing because it was a job and I thought it was a steady, reliable way to earn a living. In essence, reflecting my Refugee immigrant parents work ethic now a lot of people had different reactions to the AIG bailout And among my reactions were a lot of soul-searching about what I was doing with my career and with my life And what I really wanted to be doing So after surviving several rounds of layoffs. I decided I was going to chuck it all and Pursue a road not taken that had long been in the back of my mind that I'd always wanted to do and see if I could start a career as a documentary filmmaker and I would not let my ego get in my way. I would humble myself and take any job that would help me further that goal, and that's how I wound up as the 40-year-old intern on the motion picture of Black Swan featuring Natalie Portman. <laughs> now, when I was in my early 20s, I'd never heard of unpaid internships. It was a completely foreign concept, <laughs> and so the whole experience was a little puzzling, But it became clearer and clearer that what was going on was all of the non-union departments were staffing all of their entry-level positions with young adults who were working for free. Now, this didn't seem right to me, uh, of course, not least because my hardworking colleagues weren't getting paid for their hard work, but also because I realized when I was their age, I couldn't have afforded to do this. It was an opportunity that I would not have had. And the more I thought about that, I realized if this is the way you're supposed to get your foot in the door, institutionalizing this practice is a way of slamming that door in your face before you can even get your foot out. And I realized that for so many people who may have dreams like I had, this was a way for these industries to say this is not for you. You can go look for your career somewhere else. So I continued my career and had other jobs, paid jobs. But this continued eating away in the back of my mind because I'd keep seeing advertisements and I could see how prevalent this practice was. And after a while I couldn't let it go and I would start chiming in on job boards when someone would post something and get myself kicked off the job board. (laughs) Or I would write to a producer who'd posted something that to me looked not only wrong, but at this point I realized probably also in violation of minimum wage laws, And if I got an answer at all, it was basically, fuck you. There's plenty of people willing to do this if you're not going to do it, so I don't even know why you wrote. (laughs) So all this did was get me both feeling more frustrated, but also more determined. And I tried organizing people. Most people in their early 20s didn't go to film school to become organizers. They want to pursue a career in the film industry. So that wasn't getting anywhere. The job boards were closed to me. Um, and the longer this went on, the more frustrated I became, and the more incensed I became that it was so accepted just as normal. Um, ultimately, I decided the only way that was any difference was ever going to be made would be if someone filed a lawsuit. I assume someone must have already done that. Nope, no one had. So I started digging into the law and figured out I probably had a good case, but I had no idea what to do. How do you bring a lawsuit? I asked friends who were lawyers I wrote to lawyers I found on the internet. Either they would say, this is a kind of crazy idea. No one's ever done this before. Minimum wages for an internship doesn't make any sense to us. I even reached out to the Department of Labor and they couldn't really help. Um, At this point, I felt incredibly frustrated and and actually kind of lonely. Uh, Even my friends who over drinks would say, yeah, I see you've got a point, would say, do not do this. (laughs) You have defined career suicide. And the more people said no to me, the more determined I was to do something. I just couldn't understand how this could be accepted as normal. And and mind you, this is after the the recession. So young adults were facing skyrocketing unemployment, and they're being saddled with historic levels of student loan debt. How are they supposed to pay those off with these unpaid internships replacing entry-level work? It just, it was angering and... After giving up on ever finding a way to do something about this, you know, it just felt like the the systems in place were just designed to keep little voices from ever being heard. I got an email from a journalist friend who said, hey, I just got out of a meeting with a senior partner at a law firm. They represent plaintiffs, workers, and class action lawsuits. He'd love to hear from you. That day, I had my description of my crazy idea for a lawsuit in that guy's inbox. The next day I was in his office meeting with lawyers, nodding their heads, and I thought, oh my God, there might be actually something we can do about this. That month we were in federal court and there was a media frenzy following the filing of the lawsuit, and that blew me away. Never in a million years did I think anything I did was ever going to receive that kind of attention. And I'll add, that month, September 2011, was also the beginning of occupation, Occupy Wall Street, which also told me, in fact, I was not alone. So several months later, well, years later, actually, we finally won the lawsuit. One of the best days of my life was getting the phone call from my lawyer telling me a federal judge thinks your cockamamie idea is not cockamamie at all. I've got the frame check hanging in my apartment to prove it. But more important than our winning our lawsuit is the fact that it led to other lawsuits, dozens of other lawsuits. In total, those lawsuits have been settled in the tens of millions of dollars from employers who had to finally pay for the labor that helped them be profitable. Not only that, but we've transformed entry-level employment in dozens of industries, from the film industry, from the studios to the TV networks, fashion labels, music uh, labels, publishing, all these industries have now started paying for their interns, fellows, and entry-level workers the way they always should have been doing. Of course, I was then stuck with a little bit of a problem which was I turned my back on one industry, (laughs) very publicly burned a bridge in another, and still had, you know, time left. (laughs) So I doubled down on the starting over again story and decided to become a public interest lawyer and went to law school, and now I'm a staff attorney with the American Civil Liberties Union of Alaska. (laughs)